Welcome to Cap Chat. This is episode five. We're going to be discussing student success is a team sport. I am one of your hosts, John Honaker. Cap Chat is the show that connects you to the faces, voices, and stories of Cap Fam. We help you tap into Cap Fam, the network of thousands working together to help each other succeed. Hey, hey. Emily Sollinger is also here. Hi, everyone. I am back with you and John today to learn even more about Capital. So we have so much to talk about. We have so much to talk about. We have two wonderful guests. We have Ashley and Almar. Hello, hello. We only picked guests that had A names today. (laughs) Didn't realize that. So uh, please introduce yourselves and tell us why you're here. Did you guys just stumble into the radio studio or was this intentional? I'll go first. (laughs) My name is Alma Walter. I get to serve as the director for diversity and inclusion here at Capitol. Um, And I think we're invited. Yes, you were invited. Mm-hmm. Word uh-huh. on the street is they were invited. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, that's awesome. Ashley? Um, yeah, I'm Ashley Freeman. I'm a senior here at Capitol, and I work with Almar, and um, we do great things in the Office of Diversity and Inclusion. And we do great things. I love that. It sounded so <laughs> noble as I just imagined like a banner unfurling saying we, we do, do great things. Yeah, I'm things. a first time podcaster, if that's a word. First time podcaster. Yeah. Welcome. I think you'll have a lot of fun today. We have been having a great time, so I am sure that you are going to only bring more joy into our midst. We do great things here on Cap Chat. Cap Chat. (laughs) Maybe that's our new tagline. I don't know. Maybe we can't commit to that right now, but I do like that idea. We do great things on Cap Chat. It's fantastic. With a ding at the end. Ooh. (laughs) Ding. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. So uh, can we go into a little bit uh, what what exactly go more in depth into those descriptions of what you guys do. I want to know, I want to know more. And especially as an incoming student, what does that mean for me? Yeah, that's a great question. I think everyone wants to know that question. Okay. Where do I find a place that I belong? Where's a place where I can learn more about myself, a place I can learn more about others. Where's a place that I could explore ideas and differences. And where's a place that I could do that. And have fun. Right. And essentially, I get to be the orchestrator of that where students... Wait a minute. That place exists? It exists. And you are, you're <laughs> orchestrating that place. This is not a made up place. I get a chance to participate and have fun in this place. So it's a real place. <laughs> fun orchestrator, Almar. <laughs> that could be the They title. have a lot of cool taglines. That could be the title. This is good. Fun orchestrator. I get to, I get to help. So what does that look like? So it could be programs for students that are coming in. It could be pizza in the paper. It could be the celebration of lights in India tradition called Diwali. It could be we're celebrating Kwanzaa. It could be recently we were talking about toxic masculinity. And more people are like, what is that? But more and more folks who are coming to college are asking questions about what it means to have meaningful relationships in ways that are respectful. I get to be a part of that too. Which is huge. Yes. It's becoming a bigger, thankfully, it's becoming a bigger uh, discussion. <clears throat> Finally, conversations are happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, more and more people are being aware, uh, which is a good thing. It's a start, right? Uh, Absolutely. Ashley, yes. more details on everything that you're involved in. You know, go into depth with We Do Great Things. Okay, so um, 
<laughs> yeah, we do great things. Um, we put on um, Martin Luther King Junior Day of Learning, and that was very exciting because I got to be uh, one of the people who introduced the speaker this year. Um, we do a lot of programs through the Office of Diversity and Inclusion. We host, um, we are home to other organizations such as Sister Network, which is like a women empowerment gr- women's empowerment group, right. um, Ebony Brotherhood Association, which is uh, a men's empowerment group. So a lot of like volunteer service, a lot of um, empowering to the men's community, um, Jewish Student Association, uh, AAA, which is Asian American Alliance. Um, We are also home to Pride. Um, So all of those um, orgs that develop uh, cultural competence are under the Office of Diversity Inclusion. That that sounds like a lot of different Mm -hmm. organizations here. That's a lot of opportunities, I feel like. Diversity. Like, you mentioned so many different, like, opportunities there so is that what students are going to be able to experience like is that like what they're walking into is being able to experience a bunch of different organizations and cultures and and meet a lot of new people Um, I think so I think it's harder to um, not be involved here at CAP than it is to be involved like you really have to seclude (laughs) yourself and lock yourself in a dorm in order to (laughs) not find something to do Um, and Capital really strives to um, make sure their students either go seek diversity or we're bringing diversity to students I think we really try to do both at the same time which is very good and um, office diversity inclusion allows that to happen in a very positive way with allowing people to take steps at their own pace so if they can come in if they want if they find their safe space somewhere else we are allies to them hmm. so I feel like yes I'm thinking a lot about capitals university values thinking about how two of them specifically are open community and yeah. ethical stewardship Absolutely. so you know capital is a place uh, where we empower students. Uh, It's a faith-friendly environment of inclusion and respect. And we are really wanting students to grow and being able to pursue human dignity and social justice. Um, What are some ways, even maybe like I'm thinking recently, do you have an example or two from both of your perspectives about how you've seen those lived out at Capitol recently? Thinking about just open community, ethical stewardship. Um, Is there a person or a story or a moment that you've experienced as part of CapFam recently that would embody one of those two things. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's amazing. Students come to Capitol and they're searching, right? They're looking for a home. They're looking for identity. They're looking for places to explore. And the Office of Diversity and Inclusion provides a space for them to exchange ideas, beliefs, right. identities. They bring home to Capitol. And Capitol's made better because they bring their differences to Capitol. And we want to foster that. So to, to, to your question, um, a couple things stand out. I'm like, where do I begin? There's, <laughs> there's a, a time where students wanted to come together and rally for support on someone in our community who had fallen on kind of tough times and they really didn't understand the gist of it, but it really didn't matter. They got together, they came in my office and they're like, we want to raise awareness. How do we raise awareness? And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what do you want to do? They're like, we want to, we want to, we want to walk together in solidarity and then we want to meet and we want to talk and we want to raise funds and we want to visit the individual in the hospital and we want to really make sure that they know that although they can't be here, they're with us in spirit. Wow. And the Mm -hmm. student returned back to campus, um, fortunately, and it was amazing to watch them come together and kind of reunite. So although the student was absent for a time, 
the students were really concerned about human dignity. Like, right. how yeah. do I right. continue to connect with people who are different than me, even though they're not here, so they feel a part of the cat fam? And for it to come from students, that's what we want to do. We just want to help them take their ideas and have a platform to do them. Yeah, it's not admin or faculty facilitating it. It's giving the students the power and the tools. Ownership. Ownership, yeah. Yeah. They, they said that they wanted an opportunity to... Uh, we were doing some planning about what the future of capital looks like. And they had some really good ideas about diversity. What we want represented in diversity. Can can we hear some of them? Or are those... We would really like to hear. Top classified. Ooh. Remember in Rush Hour, he's like, it's G14 classified. <laughs> <laughs> but no. He, so they wanted to learn more about diverse food op- options. They wanted to know, right. can we get a little bit more ethnic foods? What are our options in terms of That's awesome. hosting different celebrations from different religions? And one of the things that emerged from that is this new interfaith, uh, this idea of religious inclusivity, this interfaith council where we have people who are coming from different religious backgrounds yeah. And, and and really, you know, in our faith-friendly environment, saying capital's uh an institution of Lutheran tradition, but we have someone here who's Muslim, someone who's atheist, someone agnostic, a Christian, coming together and exchanging ideas on how to work together. And for me, that's wonderful. And oh. for our campus, that's what makes capital special. I agree. Ashley, tell us about people that you know on campus who you're seeing live this out. Um, you know, where are you seeing this? Are you seeing this in the classroom? Are you seeing this in extracurriculars? Are you seeing it everywhere? Um, I think I see it everywhere um, in the classroom, uh, whether it's just a person standing up for what they believe in or whether it's outside the classroom where they're bringing new ideas out. So uh, like Omar spoke on the Diwali, uh, this is the first year we put that on, which is a celebration of um, uh, Indian Indian Lights Festival mm-hmm. in, the, in their mm-hmm. culture. Yeah. And um, it was amazing. It was, especially when you don't know a lot about another person's culture. Right. Um, I think it is fantastic. And it was wonderful to sit there and watch that person blossom yeah. into this leader yeah. and wow. willing to share parts about um, her culture, her identity, where she comes from um, with other people. And she did that without fear and without, you know, whether she's going to be accepted or not. She wanted to do it out of because she wanted to share those things. She wanted to develop, like I said, cultural competence for the whole community. And for that to be the first event here ever at Capitol, there was a lot of students who showed up, a lot of students who showed her respect and honor. And they view her differently now. And I feel like that's a very good thing. I think we honor difference at Capitol. We we yeah. open doors to it. We want it. I think you definitely answered my question. So sorry if this you're like, I said this already. But I wanted to see what that looked like as far as uh, we talked about the number of opportunities and the number of organizations. What does it look like for someone who might not necessarily be a part of that organization but wants to learn more about that? You said cultural competency. I want to make sure I'm saying that correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what does that look like for someone that's like, I I have no idea about the Indian Lights Festival mm-hmm. and I want to know more. I want to be included. I want to help or just experience it. 
I would say that um, the doors are always open and I feel like you can find someone just walking on campus who is either involved in one of the orgs through the ODI um, and you can ask them and talk to them. Matter of fact, we'll probably come up to you and say, would you like to come to this event? We're always posting stuff, uh, whether it's on Snapchat, Twitter, on on our flashing sign outside of the Denver Bowman Center. Um, There's always opportunities to learn more um, or whether you see events going on, you can just walk in. They might not even know what's going on, but they see something on the TV, on the slideshow that looks interesting to them and they can walk in or um, they may ask you privately, you know what I mean? How can I get more involved in Sister Network or how can I be an ally in uh, SAC, which is Students for the Advancement of African-American Culture or how can I do these things? Or they may get in something that's less risky for them, um, just depends on their comfort zone. So they may volunteer in the fashion show and Mm -hmm. then maybe come to a few events later that are more, um, take more dedication, I guess, to and more... um, that's more risky to them. Hmm. Sounds like you're will like you're saying that people are willing to meet people where they're at at Capitol. You have a good mix of students uh, who are initiators and who are you know open to yeah, this. So absolutely, absolutely that yeah. community feel. I feel like the people who are involved in those orgs are willing to be leaders and teachers. Hmm. Um, and I feel like to have those certain roles, you have to be willing to teach and to understand and have patience uh, for people who don't understand or who are willing to learn more. People that don't understand or people that are willing to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two very <laughs> different, uh, you know, sections. Now, I, I'm i going to get a little bit off on a tangent. I wanted huh? to see. I, this is just personal. Okay. Like when you guys were talking about this, um, my uh, dad actually said, you know, starting, especially for boys, starting at age like 11, we know everything. And then at, when you hit college age, you like realize that you don't know anything uh, or you're supposed to. Sometimes that <laughs> confidence carries through till you're in your 30s. Um, but in college is like a really pivotal time in a young person's life where they actually do question a mm-hmm. lot, if not everything. Um, so what better opportunity than to be a part of a culture that experiences a lot of different cultures at that, I don't know, precipice, that, that pivotal moment where you're like, I'm questioning everything. I I'm asking a lot of questions. I need to be saturated with a lot of different cultures and a Mm -hmm. lot of different perspectives, uh, which helps you understand that. So I didn't know if you guys could talk to that or see that uh, a lot in your experiences or whatnot, but that's, Personally, I was like, oh, man, that's a great opportunity. Yeah. I definitely agree. I feel like once I left home, I was able to start making, I had to make my decisions on my own. You know, my parents said, you know, like your decisions are going to affect you now, Ashley, you know, not us. Of course, they're going to be there to support us. But, you know, I can start making decisions on my own, who I want to believe in, what I want to believe in, what I want to be involved in, where I want my life to go. Um, So I feel like having these types of events and having these type of people um, to teach us and to allow us to bring those um, cultures out and those ideas out, allow you to make your own decisions because they're giving you information, which is sparking sparks in your head to allow you to go do more research and learn more. So I feel like as because we have so many different organizations and different things like that, they allow for people to explore different avenues that they may not have even known existed. Yeah. And difference could look really different, I think, to a lot of people, right? Uh, right. Based on your background, your yeah. upbringing, where you're coming from, yeah. difference can look different to a lot of people. I'm even just thinking of uh, in my work as an admission counselor, the different types of places that I'm working with sure. uh, to bring people to capital um, and thinking about how important it is, uh, you know, 
when it comes to your journey to capital, something we've talked about in other episodes, people are coming from all different places and that process even looks really different for people. So we're talking about when, once they're here, but even in getting them here, how are we engaging people uh, about diversity? And I think one way that capital does that really well is through our smooth transitions program. Uh, I think it's definitely (laughs) something that uh, I have seen students just really transform as being a part of. So, uh, Almar, would you mind just unpacking smooth transitions a little bit in a podcast, uh, you know, worthy way, I guess. Uh, Tell us a little bit about smooth transitions and how it is helping all students uh, encounter diversity and transition smoothly to capital. I don't know why I want there to be a theme song like smooth transition. We need to work on that. We do. (laughs) Who do we talk to? Is there maybe like a jazz interlude here? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. That's fun. But anyway, really smooth transitions. Smooth transitions. Work on the theme song while you're you're sharing. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be great. So smooth transitions is an opportunity to explore capital before school begins. You get students get to come three days early and they get to learn the ins and outs of capital academically, socially, and culturally before the first day of class. That's awesome. They come in with uh, a group, a cohort, and they form these bonds with each other, which is equally important. They come in, they connect with people, and they learn before school starts that their connection with people are very different. Mm -hmm. So they bring their differences, and they see someone who looks different, and immediately they begin to connect differences, which is great before they start school. Um, Then we take them through some opportunities to really get acclimated with faculty their expectations they go to their classrooms they tour campus they get a chance to look at thesis papers they sit down with uh, other peers in different parts of campus and then we get a chance to bond so there's roller skating there's bowling there's all these fun activities ice built cream in. ice cream social ice cream there's all different types of fun involved in the program but it really is to help them feel more connected to capital Hmm. and to feel more prepared to take part of all the resources. So capital is like, I joke about this, but there's resources everywhere you turn the corner. It's true. And smooth transitions is supposed to allow you to have an understanding of those resources before day one begins. So, so you, you can at least choose one. Like, right. don't get overwhelmed by all the options. <laughs> yes. Now, Almar, I'm wondering, I mean, you're saying it's meant to support students from all, everywhere, all incoming Capital students. If I'm a student who is thinking about coming to Capital, who's listening, or I've already decided I'm coming to Capital and yeah. I can't wait, how is smooth transitions for me? Like, how do I, how do I know it's for me? Uh, it's you know, for you. Okay. <laughs> no. So right, is it cool, for everyone? Cool, cool. And, you know, as you've in your work with students during this process, um, is smooth transitions a fit for everyone? Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a support. It's a system of support. The alumni who have graduated come back and help. The mentors are there and um, all forms of diversity is, is represented. So you'll have, Uh, the traditional underrepresented groups who will be there. Then you have uh, allies who will be there. And there's this wonderful potpourri of backgrounds represented. So last year we had folks who were from Paris. The year before that we had someone who was coming in from uh, Africa. And then we've got folks from different states. And uh, for those populations who feel like they really would benefit from moving on campus early and feeling like they need uh, a little extra help and, and preparation and support, then the opportunity is is for them. It's for students who uh, identify differently, for students who are underrepresented. It's for students who are a majority. It's for students who want to come in and just take advantage of, of the resources and really get to know capital in an intimate way 
Um, and then we send them off and they have a blast. Now we don't just send them off. Now here's the cool thing. They get a mentor for the whole entire semester. Really? Love where, it. Hey, where's groceries at? How do I get to the salon? Where do you get your nails done? <laughs> Questions that I'm ill prepared to handle. Oh, I was like, right. I'm not doing that. I don't know. <laughs> the I don't student know. mentors are like, <laughs> I got you. I was like, why are you asking him? I, I got you. Right. And they go off and they take care of them. They give them rides and all the things that would really take some time to develop. And you will develop those here at Capitol. Um, but if you could develop them before school starts. Yeah, that's awesome. huge. Yeah. And you're and saying that they stay in touch like throughout their time at Capitol. Their first semester, they're paired strategically. After that, they stay in touch with each other the whole year, year after year. And the, the family continues to grow. And not only that, but the cool thing is they want to come back and give to others who were coming to Capitol and are entering right. in the first year class. John already knows what I'm going to say. He already knows. This is, <laughs> yeah, you can see theme. my heart just spilling out. of theme song, you've got uh, it? Oh. Mm. No, she just <laughs> always says, my cat fam heart. It's so full. three sizes. <laughs> I mean, she can't rhyme it like yes, in the Grinch. No, I don't but, have a good rhyme yet, but I'm working on it. In terms always, of smooth transition. No, it is. That is awesome because, of course, mm. they want to come back and reinvest in the community that provided so much to them. Uh, again, it's a it's a pivotal transitional time and you know a young person's life so yeah to have a little bit of that guidance of like pizza okay yeah pizza maybe here maybe not all pizza here or you know maybe you need to go here or wherever yes john i'm thinking about something i'm thinking about a group of people that's really important to me in my work as an admission counselor uh i'm thinking about parents of these incoming students Mm -hmm. who are listening to us (laughs) and they're hearing this and they're like wow smooth transitions i wish i could come but i can't because it's my student who's going to college right right um but in terms of things that parents should know about the office of diversity and inclusion and from anywhere that our students are coming from, you know, what should parents know about your office and why would it be advantageous for their students to get involved? What benefits or opportunities will this bring uh, for students so that parents can help, uh, help them uh, unpack that opportunity? Yeah. So one of the things that we're always aware of, you mentioned differences. Part of this educational process is for students to better understand themselves in relationship to the world and to others. Yeah. When they go to the workforce, it's going to be really diverse. The world is incredibly diverse. I take personally the opportunity to help them become more prepared. So parents should feel comfortable knowing that before they leave Capital University, they're going to have amazing opportunities to explore differences in ways that make them feel comfortable, in ways that help them take leadership roles, Hmm. in ways that prepare them to graduate to not only deal with differences, but embrace it foster it and to go out to be agents of change in their community because they went to Capitol and they had a ton of different opportunities to connect. And it's not uncommon. I tell parents this all the time, especially during smooth transitions. It's not uncommon for your student to come home with someone from Georgia or California for Thanksgiving or Christmas (laughs) or someone from a different country because they've never experienced your tradition at home, whatever that means for you. Right. They want to experience your Thanksgiving or your Christmas or your this or your Hanukkah. And they come back and they're like, we had three students that were not smooth transitions come to our home. Um, next year, they need to be in smooth transitions. That's huge. Wow. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, yeah, we just want them to have the opportunity to develop a greater sense of their identity and explore who they are in ways that are safe, in ways that promote the curriculum here, but in ways that 
allow them to be their full authentic self. So come bring yourself, have fun and explore. I feel like uh, a lot of the questions that we get from parents just from like going around the tables in the summer are like, you know, what skills are they going to get from this? So I know we talk a lot about time management, mm-hmm. financial literacy, mm-hmm. those those things that, you know, 18 year olds are not because like high school is a little different. So, yeah. Um, a yeah. So coming in, you know, like you can get a job, you're in charge of your own money, you're in charge of your own time. So yeah. uh, we do a lot of focus on that uh, scheduling. Make yeah. sure you're having a planner. We teach them little skills and also financial have a mentor. Literacy. Um, yeah, to also have a mentor there that's gone through these for like a couple years or so, we can teach you like little tricks to the trade and stuff like that. So I feel like um, the parents feel comfortable knowing that they have a mentor and that we're teaching them skills that will help them be successful throughout their four years. That's huge. Ashley, Elmar, thank you guys so much for joining us thank here you. on Cap Chat. Thank you. Uh, Coming soon, a Smooth Transitions theme song. Yeah, we'll get that theme <laughs> song to you guys. Uh, thank you guys so much. If you're listening or watching, please subscribe. Make sure that you hit us up. Ask us questions on all the socials, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want. I am John Honaker. I'm Emily Solinger. This is Cap Chat. Thanks, Cap guys. Cap Chat.